Hello, and welcome to the Spry Space podcast. We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Okay, everyone, welcome. I am Lacey and I've got Seth with me here today. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about a research piece that you did for the Spry blog. So go ahead and tell me a little bit about the topic that you wrote on recently. So I recently wrote on a, a new marketing technique. It may not be new, but it's kind of being like, refurbished because to be honest, people have um, valued privacy and close-knit relationships for a long time, but it plays into the social world as well. So we're actually going to be talking about closed groups today as a marketing technique. Closed Facebook groups specifically today. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it does it does like spill into other things Slack like channels. Slack channels. Anytime you can get a group of people together that are not exposed to the outside world, it works. But today we're focusing, we're bringing it, honing it in on Facebook groups. Okay, great. So what inspired you to do this piece? Um, Well, you, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. So um, you had actually done a, I believe like a fireside chat on it, um, which kind of piqued my interest. And so I decided to dive in a little bit and do a little bit of research, a little bit of writing on it. So, And it's actually something that as an agency, we use ourselves and our starting to put into place a lot for our clients as well is these closed Facebook groups. Yeah. I was going to use one the other day. um, If I can just share a quick little story. The thing that I value about these closed groups and that would actually draw me to a company that uses them as a marketing thing is I am not exposed to the entire digital world. So if I have a question that I feel like I should know the answer to, and asking it is going to make me feel stupid about myself. I would much rather go to a group where I know it's just my friends that are reading the thing. Recently, I was added as an admin to a Facebook page, right? And I was going to post in Think Spry or in the Spry space because ever since I was added to this channel, I can't figure out how to post as anyone else. Like every time I go to post, I'm like, it wants me to post as, as this page, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? The problem was if I was going to post in this thing, I was going to post as that page. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not sure that's acceptable from the page's point of view. So I didn't do it. But I literally, it, it actually opened my eyes to the value of these groups because I felt completely comfortable going to that closed group and asking the question because I knew I wasn't going to be judged. Whereas as a media person, if I go just onto Facebook or search it on the internet or something, it makes me feel insecure as a as a digital person. I can't even figure out how to post as someone else. Yeah, it's a big deal. It it does provide a little bit more trust. Yes. You know, and so when you've got a closed group, especially one like, for instance, ours, which is Spry Space. Yeah. The people that we 
let into that group are people who are our colleagues, people who have taken consulting sessions from us or classes from us. So we all speak a similar vernacular. Yeah. We all have somewhat of a relationship outside of the group and, and we all care about something similar. You know, we're all there because of a common thread of digital marketing. Yeah. So yeah, it's much more appropriate to ask it in that space. And I guess it makes sense too, that with that elevated level of trust, you have more comfort and confidence yeah. being well, vulnerable there. And that that is the beauty of closed groups, right? Is you you have brought together a group of people that are interested in the same thing. They're they're wanting to talk about the same thing. Like out on Facebook, anyone can see your page, right? So you have people that accidentally stumbled onto it. Like they followed a hashtag train and just ended up on your thing and really they were looking for killer whales. Mm -hmm. So they're not really interested in social media or anything like that. But whereas in a closed group, they're people that you have invited, even if they're not current clients of your, they're people that you have invited because they have shown interest in what you do. And so for them, the benefit is they can ask intimate questions about what you do and they and they're not going to feel judged about it or anything like that because i feel like a lot of companies feel like they should know this right they live in 2019 they should know how to run a facebook page and so it makes them a little bit insecure about asking these questions and the same goes for anything on the web right if you're a car dealership the people that you would invite into your closed group are people that are either wanting to join your car dealership from an employee point of view or something like that, but also someone who's wanting to buy a car, but they don't feel comfortable asking questions like... So let's make a good example of that. If we're a car dealership, maybe you create a group called shopping for my first car. Yeah. Right. And so within that group, you let in specifically people who are, you know, between this age and this age who have shown an interest in, you know, buying a car. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. So and even to take that a little bit deeper, I like this car dealership thing because mm-hmm. I know nothing about cars. So I'm a millennial and I watch older movies where people are like, I went to this car dealership and I talked them down $3,000 off a sticker price. In 2019, is it still okay to try to talk people down off a sticker price? <laughs> or do you walk in? Question. Right. Because I feel like a company is not trying to rip me off in 2019. I feel like a company, they run their books and they see what they can sell this product for to make a profit. So is it still okay to barter? for a car. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe I need a closed Facebook group where I can go and ask someone who I trust. Is it is it okay to still barter for a car? I don't know. So mm-hmm. can I tell you what I love yes, about Facebook tell groups? Me. So I started using Facebook groups for Spry maybe three or four years ago. And we started doing this because we are teaching like community education classes. Right. And the people who were taking our classes, I wanted to have a really easy way for us to communicate as a group. Okay. Yeah. So I was sending out emails with questions and I would get individual emails back from every and it was just very hard to manage communication between a small group. Yeah. So I put together the closed Facebook group and started inviting people from the class. And what I found was it was really helpful during the class because yes, everybody was able to see what everybody else was saying and we were able to communicate easily. But then 
after the class, people would ask questions maybe a month, maybe six months later within the group. Hey, have any of you been experiencing this recently? What are you doing about this? Ah. And as soon as I started to see that kind of engagement, that's when I decided, okay, we need one overarching group, not just a group for every class, but one overarching group that people who have gone through these classes and trainings can be in to ask those kind of questions. Now, from a marketing standpoint, what it allows us to do is continue having interactions with people who are interested in our brand, even if they're not purchasing from us at that time. Right. So it actually keeps them in our funnel in a way that is valuable to both them and us. Does yeah, that make sense? It does. For lack of a better way of putting it, every time they have a conversation within that group, they ask a question, even if we are not the ones that answer it, they are still getting just a little dose of our brand because it's happening. Even our logo. Within, yeah. Even, if, our they, logo even if they just see our logo, they're getting a little dose of our brand because they're having that conversation in our controlled group. Correct. It's a it's it's really a genius thing. Why have people not been doing this all the time? <laughs> you know? So so, so yes, that's that's the big part of it is you get micro interactions from people with your brand just by them having conversations within your group. Yeah. So that's definitely one big thing. Another thing that you already talked about a little bit, but that I want to give another word to is consent for marketing. Yes. So it's like on certainly there's the tactic of having your Facebook page where you've got posts and you're putting ads behind them and you're, you know, that ends up as a sponsored post in somebody's newsfeed. Yeah. Now, that person might be interested in it because you've done a good job tailoring the content to your intended audience, yeah. but they didn't ask for it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Now, when you join a group, by joining a group, you are giving consent. You're saying, I want to be a part of this brand's community. Yes. And that means that those people are past the the research phase of the sales funnel and into the consideration phase of the sales funnel. Right. And it keeps them in the consideration phase, which makes them that much closer to a transaction phase. Right. So even if they're not your customer at the time that they entered into the group, you have a better chance of getting them into the sales phase just because they're getting that microdose, that micro interaction with your brand over and over again. Very good. Yes. That's beautiful. The, um, another thing that I wanted to just kind of mention that I came across while I was doing the research was, um, see, now I'm drawing a blank because that was so interesting. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're right. It does. They're, they're in the funnel. Um, let me see if I can call, call it back in my mind. Oh, okay. So it makes your brand seem bigger and more capable of handling problems. Because once you get all of these people into this closed group, someone may ask a question that you look at it and you think, I literally don't have the answer to. But someone else who is in your group that may not even be associated with your brand jumps in and answers the question. It's still taking place within your brand, right? It's like smart by association. It's smart by association. Yeah. So someone asks a question and you have a banker who is in your digital marketing group, but they have the financial answer to the question, even though it was asked within your um, social media group, suddenly... Your brand just covered that answer, even though it was from someone else. And so it makes your brand seem that much more capable of taking care of problems, of solving problems, even though by yourself, you may have been like, 
I don't know. And then you can jump in there and comment on it. And you're like, they're like, oh, Spry's got it covered or this car dealership's got it covered. You know what? Whatever your closed group is, it's it really is a genius way to market and get some of those people that may not have otherwise bit your lure. And we are seeing more and more of our clients wanting to try this. And even ones that are coming, clients who are coming to us saying, we want to do a Facebook group. Will you help us come up with a strategy and implementation plan? Coming up with the right rules that you would want in order to keep the group healthy. You know, how to attract people into the group. I sense 2020 being a big Facebook group year for all of digital marketing. Oh, I do too. I I just, when when I look down the road of digital marketing. I I see this partly because of the things that we've discussed uh, of just the cool things. But to be honest, we're desensitized to marketing anymore. I mean, you see a commercial and you mute the TV. I, I I have a game with my kids. When a commercial is on TV, I ask them, what are they trying to sell you? Oh, and I if they get it right, it. they get a they get a treat. You know? oh, have you ever seen the Lucid Chart commercials? No. You've got to look them up because you literally do not know they are selling you something mm. until the very end of the commercial. And they throw just like a little thing. Use Lucid Chart. You can chart anything at the very end. It, they are the funniest videos on YouTube. I seek out their commercials because mm. they are just hilarious. And then at the very end, they're like, and you can use Lucid Chart for this. And you're like, no, they got me again. <laughs> like you Google Lucid Chart commercial. And at the end, you're still going, no, they tried to sell it to me again. The nerve. They, they just do a beautiful job. So um, I love it. Yeah. So I just thought I'd throw that in there for a little bit of fun. So if somebody is considering doing a Facebook group at some point in the near future, how would you, what would be your advice to them? Well, my first advice would be if you don't know how to set up a Facebook group, contact Spry. We can help <laughs> you with that. Um, and there's no shame in if you if you don't know how to set up a Facebook group. I mean, like lots of people, they're just now breaking into the digital marketing world, right? So seriously, if you don't know how, call us. We mm-hmm. we can definitely help or you with join that. Join our group. Join our group. We'll tell you. Yeah. How. So if you seek out Spry Space on Facebook, send us a thing. We'll invite you, and then your first question can be, "How do I start a closed?" <laughs> group on Facebook, right? Someone will answer it. Exactly. Um, But then what I would do is if there are people that are interested in the things that you're interested in, interested in the things that your group represents, start inviting them into the group and do it under the pretense that if there are things about my product that you don't know, ask questions here. I will be honest. I will be transparent. I will give you the best answer that I can possibly. And if I don't know, someone else within the group might know. And then just start inviting those people in. Before you know it, it will grow to quite a few people because I think people are surprised at how many people are actually interested in the things that they're interested in. You know, these groups can grow really fast. Mm -hmm. So that's where I would start. Perfect. Perfect. Loved it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So as always for a Spry Space podcast episode, I want to know an interesting place that you've been working lately. You have Mm -hmm. anything, you know, outside the norm as a remote worker that you've been able to have the opportunity to do in your workday? So I recently, and I know this is going to be shocking to you, but I recently spent almost an entire day working in the middle of a thunderstorm outside. (laughs) Literally, thunder was crashing everywhere. We lost power for a while. We had a little bit of a campfire and there we were just sitting, working and drinking wine. It was great. It was great. (laughs) Yeah, that's the magic. That is magic. Who needs an office? No one needs an office. The world is our oyster office. 
<laughs> the world is our office. Our so, oyster office. Our oyster I'm going to make a t-shirt about that. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> okay, if you haven't had enough of Seth and I yet, which I can't imagine you have, <laughs> where else can you find us? You can find us on the web everywhere because we pretty much are the web. Oh, um <laughs> Our website, thinkspry.com. Perfect. You can find us at thinkspry on Facebook and at thinkspry on Instagram. And Twitter. Twitter. We tweet. Uh, yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. I don't know what the reply to a tweet is. It, well, you can retweet. Oh, retweet. Or that you works. can reply. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Twitter is not my specialty. I'm a web developer. So uh-huh. we also are on LinkedIn, Spry Digital Marketing Agility. Which there one is go. that? Is it Spry Digital Marketing mm-hmm. Agility? So mm-hmm. you can also find us there. So Okay, wonderful. Well, yeah. thank you so much. If you're interested in Facebook groups and want to learn a little bit more, we've got a whole blog post about it on the website. Yep. You can join us in Spryspace and uh, learn a little bit more, ask some questions, and we hope that you're going to start a Facebook group sometime soon. Yeah. Just experiment. Just try it. Yeah. You'll learn something. Yep. And if you do um, read the blog about it on our website at the bottom, there is a link to our spry space just a little plug so if you do read it it's super easy to find us you just click that link it'll take you right to us on facebook just tell us you want in and we will let you in awesome okay thank you so much for spending some time with us today we hope you have a wonderful rest of your morning afternoon evening whatever time it is yep we hope you're happy yes okay thank you so much we'll talk to you soon bye-bye bye